Howdy, and welcome to So Talk to Me. Uh, what do, episode, you said this is episode 77, right? Yes, sir. Episode sir-y. 77. Had to check on that. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> hey, we're in Texas, so. You can say howdy. It's okay. It, it's fine. Everyone understands. I mean, I say y'all like every, hun- probably a hundred times every day, so. It's true. I'm sure the listeners <laughs> notice it way more than we do because it's just <laughs> normal. It's just how people talk here. Yep. It's not even. It's not just even what a we thing. Say. Although I think I think I've told you once before. Back when I had a job, like my first job out of high school. Uh, no, actually, it was while I was still in high school. Doesn't matter. Um, when I was working in a fast food joint, um, I, I was working the drive-through one time, and the person like who came through, they were like, "Whoa, are you from around here? You sound like you're from you know like the West Coast or something like that." I was like, "No, I'm." Just I'm because from you didn't have a draw, just, yeah, because I didn't have any accent or something like that. But but they said it in a positive way. They were like, "You could, you know, like you're you have a really nice voice or something." I don't remember. I, I think the implication was like I could All do right. like voice acting or something like that. Like they they said it in a positive way. I don't remember. This was over ten years ago, so I don't remember exactly what they said. I just thought it was funny because like, nope, I've lived here in Austin my entire life, but <laughs> but they thought I was from the West Coast. Yeah. Um. Just because I don't have a southern draw, but also at all. like your parents aren't originally from. That's here. true. That's true. That's a good point. So like, I come from like a long line of Texans. Yeah. Specifically in Austin or surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. So like growing up, I was around a lot of southern draws. That's true. And I don't have much of one right now, but it definitely comes out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can whip it out whenever you need to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I've ne- I've never yeah, I've I've never even had one and I've never even noticed it either. Um although that's what everyone who has an accent says, right? <laughs> that they don't have an accent. At least the people that I talked to growing up who had very thick accents thought that they didn't have accents, <laughs> which was always a hilarious point of conversation. Yeah, I didn't think I had an accent. And then we moved to uh, uh, Virginia when I was in like seventh grade. And all of my friends would like tease me because <laughs> of my, apparently I had a draw. Nice. Didn't realize I had one. Y'all stop making fun of me. <laughs> well, yeah, there they say yo. They don't say y'all. Yo? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Are they all like hoodlums? <laughs> yo, need to come back here. <laughs> what? What up, yo? <laughs> That's weird. Anyways, <laughs> doesn't matter. All right. Well, um, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's probably going to be a short one, and I know I've said that the past couple episodes, but uh, hey, guess what? Shorter than usual, anyways. If you're new to listening to our podcast, then if you, I don't know, if you're used to listening to other podcasts that are like 20 minutes long. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> this will definitely you know, be longer, but. A decently sized podcast. <laughs> no, we, uh, we tend to talk for a while when we get going. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, we were fighting another round of sickness. Yay, which you told me earlier today, you've gone back on our previous podcasts and uh, the word on our sick episodes, yeah. seems to pop up in our episode descriptions a lot. Yes, <laughs> I noticed that. So, like, oh, well, apparently we are sick all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize that. <laughs> or at least like one of us in the family is sick. So yeah. we end up mentioning it or something like that. But that's true. That's true. So I'm going to stop putting it in the descriptions from now on because uh, now that I notice that I do that a lot, uh, not, not going to keep doing that. But anyways, I um, had to take off two days from work. Well, two and like almost a half day today as well, um, just because I've, I've been feeling terrible. Yeah. I feel much better today, um, which is awesome. But it's still, it's still, you know, kicking my butt and uh, I, my voice may leave me at any time. So hopefully we'll be able to talk about a little bit, a few things before I just can't even eke out another word. Yeah. Our family's sort of been through the ringer. Josie had it and then you caught it and now Ollie has it. I'm pretty much the only one that hasn't really caught it yet. Yes. Or hasn't. I don't know. I haven't 
gotten it as harshly as you'll have. Yeah. Yeah, because you weren't feeling well. On Monday. First, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, it put me I'm out fine for now. a couple days. So hopefully it's all going away. We'll, we'll, see, what, we'll see what happens. But uh, forgive me for my nasally voice and all my nastiness on this episode, <laughs> but that's, it, it's just what's going to happen. You, that's just the way it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, how have you been? Um, I've been taking care of sick people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been I've doing. I've been sitting on the couch. All week. <laughs> yeah. Taking care of sick people. So. Yeah. We've been bad parents and let our kids watch TV all day long. Hey, I mean, you do what you gotta do. I, I mean, they're, they're sick. They can't go outside. They don't want to do anything. They cry about every little thing. Just like, whatever. Just turn on the TV and rest. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really... I, yeah, I'm, I'm joking around when I say we're bad parents, but I agree. <laughs> I, I think it's actually a way to, to just to, to have them, to force them to rest and mm-hmm. not be running around and playing with stuff and throwing toys and stuff like that, but to actually just like sit down on the couch and not do anything. Right. Um, it actually like focuses their attention on something. So yeah. Um, Once they're all better, though, it's it's gonna be a habit that yep. we're gonna have to break. Yep. They're gonna go into withdrawals. Yep. For screen time. So that's gonna be fun. Hopefully, the weather will be better. We'll be able to go outside. Yeah, because it got super cold today. I don't know if you've been outside today. But... No, because it was wet and cold. Yeah. I didn't want to yeah. go outside. But you were in the garage. <laughs> I was, and it was cold in the garage. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it was considerably colder today than it has been the past few days, um, which I'm glad it waited till after I was in the thick of my sickness because I would get the chills even when it's like warm or decently like when it's yeah. not cold. I've been wearing a sweater for the past like three days <laughs> with the hood up because the hood is lined with the what's it called sherpa, sherpa. yeah <laughs> um and with my you know shaved head um it helps to keep the heat in and let's make that sh- noise as much as we possibly can yes <laughs> um so yeah i i've been i've been trying to stay as warm as possible because i've had the chills um so i'm glad that it's not actually like legitimately cold or that it wasn't legitimately cold i would have been even more cold Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, that's the weather for you. If you're wondering <laughs> how the weather is down here in Austin, and I'd ask you how your week's been, but I already know the answer to that question. I think we've sort of already explained that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, been sitting on the couch for a good few days, not to not being very very productive at all. Um, well, I mean, myself. when you're sick, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty difficult to be productive. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did start in on the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that we've been wanted. watching that. Yeah, so that's been interesting. I like it. It's it's definitely interesting. It is intriguing. Um, I I like it too. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm surprised by is that it's only rated like TV fourteen, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, it's violent and it has language. Um, no f bombs, but. Yeah, a decent amount of other words. Yeah, which I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. It's it; those words don't offend us. Um, but I would not like because it's rated TV fourteen. I would not set my fourteen year old down in front of the TV and have him watch. This. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, that coming from a guy whose oldest child is three. So <laughs> you know, maybe things will change in nine years. I don't eleven years math um (laughs) i I don't know but as as it stands right now like it seems it seems like there is a lot more content in this not sexual content which i'm happy with right um just because netflix originals can be kind of yeah can get racy tend to stay away from them yeah but but uh, i heard from just reliable sources that it was good nice awesome so we're only a few episodes in what like four episodes in yeah so we still have a good amount left but um yeah but yeah i like the style of it and i mm-hmm. like how what 
the creator's name. What's his name? Gerard Way. Yeah, there you go. I like how he incorporates music into the episodes. And... So, so Gerard wrote the, the comic books. I don't know about his involvement with the TV show. Like, the reason I say that is just because I don't know if he oh, wrote the comics oh, okay. to music. Does that gotcha. make sense? Yeah. At the same time with him being, you know, the front man for, yeah, yeah a really popular band, um, I could see him, like, recommending tracks for the show right. if he had that much involvement in the show. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, That's true. a good question. I'm sure that if we searched Google, we could find an answer. Google as knows to his everything. Because I did see that um, there was like some sort of interview with him. Uh, I don't know. There have been interviews with him about the show since it's come out hmm. because the show has gotten pretty popular. So, yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely different than I thought it would be. There are some things that I feel like are a little bit over the top, like melodramatic. Um, but I don't want to go into spoilers, so that's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a sci-fi fantasy, so I think you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, <laughs> there, there's definitely some, some crazy stuff happening. It's not meant to be realistic. Yeah. Right. Well, well, I think there are a lot, it's, it's not necessarily that it's, that it's unrealistic. Like, no, yeah, it's, it's a comic book. Um, but I, I think there are some things that are like a really big deal to the plot um, that that seem really crazy that everyone freaks out about, rightfully so. And then there are some things that like you saw coming from a mile away that everyone freaks out about that it's like, well, duh, like you, you didn't know that. Like it just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, it just seemed kind of heavily telegraphed. And then when it all comes out, it's like, well, why are you... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why everyone's flipping out about this. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I said, I don't want to give any spoilers. I'm sure we'll talk about it again once we're done with the entire series. Yeah. But do you have any more thoughts on the Umbrella Academy? Nah, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we jump into the topic? Okay. Well, I just uh, listened to an audiobook over the past like week, week and a half. Um, that was about the like basically the the transgender movement or ideology or the the whole um, kind of concept of transgenderism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called "When Harry Became Sally." It's by Ryan T. Anderson, and it's I. I would definitely recommend the book. I'm sure I'll, I'll link it down in the um, down in the show notes so that you can check it out. Um, Ryan is Catholic, and his beliefs come out particularly in one chapter in the book. Um, so you know, I I don't agree a hundred percent with him on everything mm-hmm. that he says, um, but I think a lot of the the argumentation that he presents is compelling. Um. So I, I recommend that book. Anyways, reading the book and kind of thinking through some of the concepts sort of made me think about uh, what I wanted to kind of discuss with you today and, and, you know, see where our conversation goes with the idea of, uh, how do I even put this? <laughs> <laughs> the idea of our bodies and the relationship that we as people have to our bodies. Okay. And that sounds so weird to even (laughs) say out loud. It's like, I don't know that I'm actually expressing what I'm trying to, what I'm thinking. Um, so, so I will just say that I think a lot of the time, and maybe, maybe this is just me. Maybe the only reason that this is interesting is because this is the way that I sometimes think. Okay. (laughs) So, so stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, but sometimes I think we tend to think of ourselves or view ourselves as like our our personality and who we are as people. We think of it in terms of something outside of our physical body, you know, something like our soul and and our soul is inside our body, but they're actually two separate things. You know, mm-hmm. and while I do think, I mean, there's there's certainly a distinction. Like, 
you know, obviously after we die, we are still, we still exist because, right. because we're all eternal judgment. beings. Right. Right. Well, certainly that is true. Um, our, our bodies do profoundly affect who we are as people. And um, what, so, so the reason that, that this kind of intrigued me and, and the reason this was brought up in the book that I was reading is because it was talking about um, just some of the physical chemical properties that exist in our bodies as males and females, mm-hmm. right? So, so in, in general terms, Males produce more testosterone and females produce more estrogen. Mm-hmm. But that actually has a profound effect on, on the way that your body develops in, in multiple ways. I'm not just talking about certain like, you know, engendered areas of your body, but I mean, even the way that your brain develops because mm-hmm. your brain then becomes um, used to a production of estrogen or a production of testosterone or, or even just a... a, a a cocktail of chemicals that your body makes, right? Mm-hmm. The, the hormones that your body makes, um, and and the the well, different... it's made to tell your body to produce those things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that affects, the, like that whole process is not separate from who you are as a person. If that makes any sense, um, what what struck me is how he talks about. And and even just thinking through it, how even these chemical processes and these the, the the biology in your body, dependent on whether you are male or female, um, it even affects the way that you think, the way that you react to certain things. In general, men are more aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's largely due to the fact that that uh, they have a greater production of testosterone. Um. And the fact that women are generally more nurturing has to do with the chemical makeup within their body. So, so there are certain things. I, I think that your, your biology can predispose you to certain um, dispositions, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Um, now, that doesn't take away, I, I don't say that to, to mean that, it doesn't take away from the sinfulness that those dispositions may create if that makes sense like if you're naturally more aggressive that doesn't mean that being antagonistic is any less sinful right that makes sense um like you all i think that we all need to like fight our own battles we are all predisposed to some sorts of sin Mm -hmm. and the law requires that we not sin regardless of what our bodies tell us to do right. <laughs> you know what our what our dispositions are so i don't mean to like give any leeway you know like oh well you know this is this is a chemical imbalance and so therefore i i it's okay if i you know blow off some steam um like no that's that's not that's not what i'm saying um but i am saying that there are certain like biological chemical processes inside your body that determine things about your personality mm-hmm. and how again i'll just use myself as an example how i tend to think about myself as not necessarily my body but as my personality as my soul as it were um when really the two although you can make distinctions are so intertwined frankly because i've never experienced myself outside of my body <laughs> You know, and and so the two are linked. Um, are so? Are you equating personality and soul as like the same thing? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, you know, however you want to, however you want to define like the metaphysical aspect of who you are as a person. Does that make sense? You don't think that they're different? Personality and soul. Hmm. I mean. I, mm, not necessarily. Do you, do you think they are? Well, that's why I'm asking. Like, I mean, your soul is what is eternal. Mm-hmm. And like you are either eternally damned or you have eternal life. Mm-hmm. Does your soul really go much past that? 
Does that make sense? Like, is that just what your soul is? Is that just what it's for? Or is, yeah, are things like personality equated with it? Like, Well, again, I think, I think, I mean, you can make distinctions, but I would say that like the eternal part of you, uh, and I'm saying soul, I guess we could also, we, you could also say spirit if you want to. You know, the, the Bible uses the word spirit a lot mm-hmm. more than it does soul. I, yeah. I don't know if it uses the word soul um, off the top of my head. But um, oh, with all of your heart, soul, mind. Okay. Love God with all of your, your heart, your soul. Okay. Your mind. Well, maybe that's something that I should look into is what, the, what those <laughs> words actually mean. Um, but I, I would say that like your personality is like when you, the, the eternal part of you includes your personality when you are judged right right like you would retain your personality either in heaven or in hell would you though i believe so i mean you're made new you would still be you though right you'd still be recognizable as yourself as your, your personality but like we're all fallen human beings so like every every part of us is tainted with sin Mm-hmm. even our personalities so they're not going to be the same right not entirely the same no we're going to be made new yeah right. that's that's true we're going to be purified mm-hmm. certainly but i mean just as god is spirit and like he is perfect <laughs> and and god has personality as well he exists in three persons right um so so I believe Not that that three is three personalities, part. but three persons. Well, right, each person has personality. Right. I'm just saying that they are distinct persons. They're not just like one God has three personalities. Like they are distinct persons. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. wanted to make that clarification. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into heresy. <laughs> well, right. And yeah. And when trying to describe the Trinity, it's difficult not to. Um, certainly, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to purport anything, anything weird. Um, but no, I'm, I'm just saying that, yeah, I, I think, I think your personality will extend into at least the, the portion of your personality. Yeah. I mean, like we will be made glorious. So I think also in the same way, um, just as Jesus is, well, not that, (laughs) not that Jesus was, um, was ever tainted by sin. Um, but just as his body was glorified mm-hmm. um, when he, when he um, came back to earth after his, um, after his crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Um, so too are our, our bodies will be glorified. Right. Right. And so too, I, I think along those same lines, like that part of us, that our personality is going to be, like sin is going to be completely removed from us. Right. Um, but our personality will remain. Any part of our personality that's, you know, mired in sin is going to be burned away. But I think we'll still be, we will still retain our personality. Yeah. I think it's just hard to speculate because scripture doesn't say whether or not that's how it's going to actually be. No, uh, yeah. It, like, it, like thinking just about, like heaven in general, mm-hmm. like a lot of people's person like for us, take us for example, like we both really enjoy music. Like that's a big part of our personality is mm-hmm. creative. But I mean, do we know if we're going to be like writing music in heaven and being creative in that way? No, we don't know that. That's, that's why I'm saying like, okay. it, it, I think it, it's hard and possibly dangerous to speculate those sorts of things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I don't mean to single out like any specific part of your personality. I just mean to say that I I think we're going to be recognizable in heaven. You know, we're going to, you know, I'm going to be able to tell that, Hey, that's you. (laughs) And you're going to be able to recognize me and we're going to be able to recognize our friends in heaven. We're not all just going to be, you know, mindless automatons. Uh, that's not 
that's the singular automata that's the plural <laughs> anyways um gosh that was quite a rabbit trail there <laughs> but um yay talking about metaphysical things that we don't have much guidance on <laughs> um that's always a lot of fun anyways um yeah we, I guess what I wanted to to kind of just talk about was yeah just the relationship of our bodies and our and our soul and and basically just the value that that God places on our bodies mm-hmm. as well because I think sometimes it gets taken for granted um I think a lot of the time we as Christians can tend to focus on um focus on the idea of holiness as something that is attainable intellectually Mm. um, primarily and then lived out secondarily if that makes sense okay um where i think those two are are very much linked i i think i mean we see that even even in wisdom literature which you know we think oh it's wisdom it's something you store away in your brain like the way that wisdom always is talked about in scripture is the way that you act right so um so i think that the the but idea we, yeah we can't ever like attain holy like complete holiness Right. Here. Right. No, we can't. No, that's that's we certainly can't, but um I think that you know, it has to do with action and not just understanding. And uh and I think that that, that kind of like overflows into the way that we think about our bodies as well is that we we can tend to put our minds at a higher priority than our bodies if that makes sense um you know because our faith comes from because the foundation of our faith is in the scripture you know we can tend to focus on oh well i need to you know i need to be reading scripture um i need to you know have my quiet time for extended periods of time or something like that and emphasize that over the way that we live that out in our lives does that make sense and i I don't mean to devalue that certainly and there's a balance for sure right right i think there's a balance and that's that's what i'm trying to get at um and i and i think the scripture has a lot to say about what we how we ought to treat our bodies as well and what we ought to do with our bodies. So, so there is um, a chunk of scripture I wanted to read out of Second Corinthians um, that it, it, it's actually talking about sexual immorality primarily, but I think we can also see a few things um, because Paul uses a couple, um, a couple other metaphors in here. So this is from Second Corinthians 6. I'm going to read from verses... 12 to verse 20. Okay, so eight verses here. He says, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach, and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Excuse me. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For, as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. So I think there, there's, um, like I said, there's, there's a few things in here. If you're, like if you're paying close attention to what he's saying, I mean, obviously, the, the main point of what he's saying is, don't commit sexual sin. 
mm-hmm. right? Flee from sexual immorality is the main point of what he's saying. But I think right. it, well, because it's a sin against the body. Right. I think that is a profound insight as well. I mean, that, we see, sorry to interrupt you. No, go for it. Um, I mean, we see throughout, you know, Exodus when the law is being given, um, the harshest consequences, <laughs> meaning death, uh, were, were for the, the sexual sins, the sins against the body. Mm-hmm. If you kill someone, if you commit sexual sin, like you were put to death. Yeah. So God obviously takes sins against the body very, very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He actually, Paul actually grounds like the issue with sexual immorality in the fact that it is a sin against your body. So I think, yeah, it says more than just about sexual immorality, like you said, but just that, that God takes very seriously when we sin against the body. Um, and then he actually goes further to explain why. Because you were bought with a price. Your body is not your, your own. own. Right. Um, it actually belongs to God. And that, um, I, I and think... was given to you by God to steward correctly. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so I, I just, um, I just kind of encourage, you know, anyone out there listening to think through like, what does this mean in your own life to, uh, th- that God has given you your body? Um, you know, I, th- I think, especially as someone who's been sick for the past couple days, <laughs> um, it, it does, I mean, these, these things that I've, and maybe this is why I've been thinking about it this way is that it does, you know, the way that I'm feeling in my body does affect the way that I react to people and the mm-hmm. patience that I show. Again, not to, um, I'm not trying to uh, diminish the sinfulness of being impatient, okay? I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that my body affects the way that I tend to react. Um, and I, I would say that that probably brings out something that's within me rather than rather than causes me, you know, I want to take responsibility for my actions is what I'm saying. Um, But the the way that, yeah, the way that my body is feeling or the way that what is happening in my body actually profoundly affects the way that I act. Yeah. The way that I act, the way that I am as a person. And I think that that comes into play with more than just when you're sick. But I think it also, it, kind of just the general health of taking care of yourself. Um, and I don't mean to get on a soapbox because I have not traditionally like paid attention to my health for a lot of my life. Um, I, I will fully admit that I get pretty frustrated by the limitations of my body <laughs> a lot of the time. Um, you can testify to... Like just how I will push myself not to sleep. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> um, I'm like, you need to rest. You need to stop doing this, this, and this. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna wear yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I I don't mean to to say all this from a position of, you know, I've got this figured out and be more like me. No, but I do want to encourage you to think through what it means that God has given you your body and what it means that, um, you know, verse 20 here, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Certainly, that means to, to perform actions in keeping with the faith that you have. You know, last week we talked about faith and works. Mm-hmm. So certainly, this is talking about to do the works in accordance with the faith that you have. Right. Yes. Um, but I, I think this is also talking about taking care of your body so that you are in a better position to do those works. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, so, yeah, they go they go hand in hand. Yeah. 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 The, the, not that there are, you know, and it's... Hmm. We have limitations and we should know them. Yes. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, and I think that our bodies will af- often reflect when our bodies reflect the way that we treat them, if that makes sense. If we tend to devalue our body, our body will reflect that. Our bodies mm-hmm. will reflect that, right? So if I tend to only get four hours of sleep every night, well, I'm going to look ragged and I'm going to look terrible, okay? Um, and you're also going to get sick. And you're going to get sick, yeah. And if I don't care about what I eat and I just stuff my face with donuts every day, okay, your body is going to reflect that mm-hmm. because you're going to be sluggish and you're not going to feel well and it's going to have repercussions with the way that you treat people. Um, so I think, I think insofar as we want to be good stewards of what God has given us, so we ought to be conscious of what is healthful for our bodies. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I'm trying not to go like full on. Again, I'm not, I'm not a health nut, guys. <laughs> Samantha is way more healthy than I have ever been. I mean, you're the one who you know, buys quinoa and spinach and all this stuff. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I eat it occasionally too. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, but in, in full disclosure, I don't know if we talked about this at, at like the, the end of last year, but turning 30 for me um, back in December was kind of a, I would say, wake up call. Maybe that's a little too uh, dramatic. <laughs> but um, it was definitely a period where I, I kind of had to examine myself and my health was something that I really wanted to oh, get I'm under control. Oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was the exact My body no. doesn't react the same way it used uh, to. I can't handle jalapenos like I used to. <laughs> um, but no, not I mean, not just that, but hey, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life and I want to live longer and I don't want to, you know, continue to just treat my body this way, you know, not not exor- not getting enough exercise and and eating a lot of garbage, you know. Thank so, you, Paul Maxwell. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it it is, yeah, due in large measure to to things that he's said and then yeah, just kind of a culmination of a lot of um a lot of kind of internet personalities that talk about <laughs> uh, kind of responsibility and and I'm trying to think of the right word, but but you know, so like the Jordan Petersons of the world and and yeah, Paul Maxwell and and people like that. So, anyways, all that to say is that I do think it is important. Now, I'm not you know I'm not advocating that you yeah you go on some crazy you know, diets and whatever. And you, you, you know, I I don't even know what I'm saying. (laughs) I just, I just mean that we as Christians ought to take care of our bodies because it does affect us. Like we can't deny that it has an effect on who we are as people. Right. That's, that's kind of my main point. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, uh, no, I, I'm kind of surprised that that's where you went with the conversation mm-hmm. because I assumed you were going to go in the direction of like, well, where the book goes with mm-hmm. talking about transgenderism. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely can go that way if, if you want to talk about that as well. Um, I mean, it's whatever. But that I'm was kind of just the, the jumping off point yeah. for me because it was, yeah, the, I mean, the, where it stood was just some of the chemical processes that go on in the body yeah that that produce um physical effects and actually um change the physiology of a male body and a female body and how uh, particularly within the, the whole idea of transgenderism how the body is divorced from the idea of of who you are as a person so much so that you can be a female trapped in a male body you know and not again i want to be careful here because i don't want to deny the fact that gender dysphoria can be a, a 
a real issue with people, mm-hmm. right? Feeling alien in your body, um, I understand can be, like is an actual medical condition. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to downplay those feelings, okay? With that said, um, the idea that one can change one's physical body to express the way that one assumes that the opposite gender feels is misguided, (laughs) to say the (laughs) least. Um, Because injecting yourself with synthetic hormones does not change the way that your body produces those hormones. Um, it, it, It doesn't even, it can't, if, if they're injected early enough, okay, um, then it can change the structure of your body, but it doesn't change the way that your body, yeah, produces and, and handles those types of hormones. It, you're never going to be able to stop taking hormonal treatments if you want to continue attempting to transition. Um. Well, and you're just, you're never going to get to a point where you are actually the opposite gender. Right. Like that's just not physically possible. Right. Your biology, like your DNA is never going to be that of the opposite gender. Mm -hmm. Like even if you think that your brain is the opposite gender, but your body isn't, like if you, (laughs) first of all, your brain is part of your body, but if you, if you took a brain of a woman and a brain of a man and put them next to each other, like they're not going to look the same. They're going to, they're going to be different and they're going to produce different, differently. They're going to produce different um, hormones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, there's just that whole line of thinking is, Honestly, just illogical and inconsistent. Right, right. And I mean, the inconsistency is that you have to start from a place of of the, the, the body is divorced from the mind, right? That's where you have to start because then you, you can say, my mind is a different gender than my body. And then you have to want to seek to change your body to be in alignment with your mind. So therefore, now your body is important. Right, it wasn't important before when it was different than what my brain tells me, but now it is important because I want it to be in alignment with my, what my brain says. Does that make sense? So it's completely inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, again, please hear me that I, I don't mean to downplay actual cases of gender dysphoria. Okay, um, it is a mental disability. It is. It is. Yes, it's a mental, uh, yeah, dysfunction. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like that. That does not align with the, it does not align with glorifying God in your body. Right. Yeah. Trying to mutilate it and completely change it from what God has made it to be. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, you know, Christian argumentation. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. Like God is sovereign and he created you the way that that you were meant to be mm-hmm. um you know that the, there's very simple argumentation for the the christian who believes that god is good <laughs> right and he gives his children good gifts and um your gender is a gift from god right and it is what you have been called to it is your role here on earth to fulfill your maleness or femaleness based on how God has created you. Um, and yeah, there, there are outlying cases. Okay, I understand there are very, very minute cases of, of, um, of mutations and defects that, cause, that, that affect certain people. And those are, those are fringe cases, okay? And those are, those are things that, you, that we have to deal with as well. But for the purpose of this discussion, we're not going to go into that. Um, and really, this discussion wasn't even meant to be just about transgenderism right. in general. Um, I mean, we could have another episode on that. 
altogether. Um, <laughs> I could reread the book because I, I did, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it, I thought it had, it made a lot of really good points and brought up a lot of good things, um, like really fact based, um, evidence mm-hmm. that it brought forward. Um, but yeah, the, the key underlying issue that, that made me think through these things was how, um, how it forces you to to think of your body separate from from your mind from who you are as a person um when i think the relationship between the two are they are in very close relationship and i think it's something that we as christians ought to respect mm-hmm. um that our body that we are a part of our bodies that our bodies are a part of us and we can't just do whatever we want with them right um they're not just meant to be used up and thrown away you know we ought to take care of our bodies um and we ought to steward them well as gifts the way god God has told us to yeah yeah we ought to glorify god in our bodies and if that means you know going um going being a missionary in a hostile country where you're I don't mean to be too violent here, but where you're flayed alive, like that's you are glorifying God in your body. Okay, if you if you're wasting your body away for for the glory of God, the, the, by all means, I'm not saying I'm not saying shy away from from those things. We we get pictures of martyrdom in the Book of Acts. You mm-hmm. know, immediately after the the you know, through the the apostles um, preaching. You know, people were being martyred and their bodies were being uh, destroyed by their enemies, but they were glorifying God in their bodies. Right. Um, it wasn't for the love of donuts. <laughs> it's for the sake of the gospel. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it wasn't for the love of books either. It wasn't that they were sitting around living sedentary lives, you know, gaining more Studying, knowledge. Right. right. Exactly. They were, they were proclaiming the gospel and that is how we ought to glorify god in our bodies right so all right anyways good conversation well thank you (laughs) i'm glad i i think that's everything i wanted to say hopefully (laughs) and my voice hasn't given out yet so that's good um but if you have (laughs) any thoughts about our embodiment and i'm sure i'm sure i'll have lots more things to think about as well there there are even some books that i've been that have piqued my interest as well to to look into on this subject so i'm sure you know we didn't cover everything but if you have any thoughts you can always reach us at our email address it is so talk to me podcast at gmail.com you can tweet us um, our handle is at so underscore talk to me um you can hit us up on facebook at so talk to me podcast and then we also have an Instagram, which is also So Talk To Me Podcast. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any recos? Uh, really, just the, the only recommendation that I had was a book. Okay. Um, when Harry Became Sally. Yeah. I and know there's another book that I think is kind of similar, which is Love Thy Body. I've heard of that book. That was the one that I, I was referencing. That okay. I've, that I've heard. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, Piercy, right? Nancy? Nancy Piercy. Piercy, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. There you go. It's it's on I that one is also available on Hoopla. Oh. And so I was thinking next month, which it's Intrigue. almost March. Um, I'll probably listen to that one just because I'm curious to to hear what else. Well, I yeah, mean tomorrow will be March, my dear. There you go. <laughs> when this episode releases, it will be March. <laughs> um, so I will start in on that book. Um, so yeah, I'll 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 need to check that out because I'm sure there's much more to be said about that. Um, especially much more than just, you know, eight verses of scripture <laughs> that we talked about <laughs> this evening. Um, and then a soft recommendation for uh, the Umbrella Academy. We're enjoying it. Any other yeah. recos before we head out? Nope. All right. Well, guys, stay healthy. All right. <laughs> And uh, go have some good conversations. Yeah. Physical conversations. Face to face. There you go. Have bodies in the room. Not just. While you're talking to each other. Over the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. Make it. Or at least as close to that as possible. If it has (laughs) to be over the phone, okay. If you can FaceTime, even better. (laughs) 
um, because there is something profound about being in the same room as someone. There um, really is. And I think, I mean, I think it goes into some other things that you pointed out about the book with just like being able to, um, like your body reacts to the other person's, mm -hmm. your hormones and your body react to the other person's hormones in their body. So like yep. just having face-to-face -face conversation is really helpful because you will react more in your body to where, how the other person is. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be able to understand them more if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Um, and it's definitely something you should get used to because a lot of young people nowadays are not used to that and it makes social situations um stressful yeah and so that's it it's becoming a lost art of being able to talk to people face to face um, and it's because we're not used to it it's because our our, our bodies are not acclimated to it mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know do you want me to go into what i told you about no it's fine we okay. can we can go into that in another episode if okay. we want to cool or if they're interested they can email us or ask <laughs> and we can say it but, yeah rock on all right. So yeah, go talk to someone face Do to it. face. Do it. Till next time. Goodbye.